This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Francesa Podcast after the national title game, and Michigan finally has its national championship. It's been a long time coming. Uh, from for Jim Harbaugh and the Wolverines, you know they haven't won a national championship in a long time. Harbaugh has gone through a lot at Michigan, a lot of tough losses to Ohio State, a lot of bad uh, bowl games, a lot of bad playoff games, and then finally this year, a ton of controversy, including the suspensions on the way to a national championship. You know, I've always been a big Harbaugh backer as a coach. I've always felt he was better suited to the NFL. Not that he isn't a good coach, but he's not the classic program guy that a Saban is or some other guys have proven to be. Um, And I don't know what his future is there because there's a lot of rumors. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of critics who say that he cheated this year. Uh, You can be the person who decides that. But let's be honest. They came into this. They beat Alabama. They did a great job coming from behind to beat Alabama, and they were the better team tonight. I thought they'd win tonight. I thought the game would be like 35-24. It wasn't as high scoring, but I told you all along when I analyzed the game that the key was going to be Michigan's defensive fronts putting pressure on the Washington passing game, putting pressure on Penix, and they did. They put a ton of pressure on him, and, boy, he took a beating tonight. I mean, Washington was gutty. Early in the game, they couldn't handle at all the Michigan running game. They made tremendous adjustments. They brought a lot of guys to the line of scrimmage, and they said that Michigan throw the ball, and Michigan just would not throw the ball. And when they threw the ball, they weren't very good throwing it. And there was a long lull for Michigan in this game offensively, but Washington could not take advantage of it with the exception of the fourth down touchdown pass before the half, they just couldn't take advantage of it against the Michigan defense, which won this game. And remember, the last touchdown that broke the game open, gave Quorum his second touchdown of the game, was set up by an interception. It was the Michigan defense that won this game tonight and takes Michigan to a national championship. Were they the best team this year? You know, we could debate that. I mean, I'd like to see them play Georgia on a neutral field. I think Georgia might be a better team, but it doesn't matter. They won it. They outlasted everybody. They're 15-0. He has his championship. He can finally answer the critics. He's had a checkered career at Michigan. It was very disappointing for a long time. There were almost a couple of times they, you know, they made him take a pay cut one time. They were going to buy him out another time. He was going to leave another time. There's always a lot of controversy surrounding Harbaugh. But I think he's a very talented coach. I just don't think he's the classic college guy to be a long time in one place. And he's finally got his national title. It's a if he's going to come back to the NFL, it's as perfect a time as there is. 
you know, it could be a great year for the Harbors because John Harbour, who was on the sideline tonight with his dad, you know, I, I, I've met all the Harbors personally. Uh, you know, they're all, I like all of them. Jim is a different guy, you know, but the times I've dealt with him in my life, I've always liked him too. The bottom line is they finally got their national title. So, like I said, he's got a lot of critics. A lot of people aren't going to like the way this unfolded for Michigan this year. There's a lot of scuttlebutt about what's going to go on from here because there's other accusations and everything else. Put that all aside right now and just give Michigan their kudos for finally getting their national title. You know, they, Michigan paid a lot of money and put a lot of years in this for Harbour to finally get to the mountaintop. And he finally did. And you know what? He built a very solid, balanced team. Now, tonight, the passing game was not there. There were two big plays in the second half offensively for Michigan. One was the third down run by McCarthy that got them out of the end zone. They were in the shadows of the, of the goalposts. And then the first down play action to the tight end that they were looking for all night that jump-started the offense and finally got them to break the game open with that score to make it 27-13. to 13. They had to get that score. It was a long time coming. It looked like they were going to break the game open very early. And after Corum broke it, Edwards breaks two touchdown runs, 41 and 46. They're running the ball. They get 200 yards rushing early in the second quarter. When Corum broke the run down to the 30-yard line, you're thinking it's going to be 21-3 to here, and they are going to blow this team out of the building. Well, from there until the fourth quarter, they did nothing offensively. Give Washington credit for that, the adjustments they made, bringing guys into the box against the run. Washington was a very well-prepared, well-coached, gutty team. And you're going to see DeBoer again. He's a very talented coach. He's only 48 years old. I think he, you will see him if he stays on the college level and doesn't nibble in the NFL, and I don't know what, whether he wants to or not. But if he doesn't, you're going to see him again and again, or at least uh, you'll see him again in those. You'll see him in the playoffs as they expand, but you'll see him playing in big games with this uh, Washington team if he stays there or wherever he goes in college or if he, let's see if he goes to the NFL. And we'll see what the future holds for Harbor. There's going to be a very interesting offseason for Michigan. And, you know, even the teams made comments. Now, this week, Washington was very classy towards Michigan. Bama was less than classy towards Michigan. Other opponents were less than classy towards Michigan about everything else with the spying on them and everything else that was going on this year. So there was a lot of chaos and a lot of controversy around the program. But you know what? Give them credit for what they accomplished on the field. Uh, they were the better team tonight. They deserved to be the favorite in the game. And they took control, and they relinquished it for a while. But overall, they did the job and went on to, you know, get the job done and win the game. So good performance for them. You know, they had 200-yard rushes. They didn't get much out of their passing game tonight. But they did a good job. Overall, getting the job done, tacking on that last touchdown. They win the game 34-13. It looks more one-sided than it was. 
It was a close game in the middle stages of the game. You were waiting for Penix, who took a beating and might even have a broken rib. I mean, I, I was really surprised they didn't take him out of the game. I was worried for him because he kept getting hit every play, and he was without question, you know, just in pain. But he stayed in there. He's had a brilliant career. He's done a great job. He's hung around college football. He's done. He's had a wonderful job. He leaves a legacy at Washington. And they had a wonderful year and were gutty in defeat tonight. Michigan, the stronger team, the better team. And now Harbaugh, to, who knows where he's going. We'll see how his future unfolds. I personally would like to see him come back to the NFL because I think it would be interesting. And I think he's very well suited for the NFL. Um, I've always thought he was more suited for the NFL than he was for college. We'll see how that unfolds in the days to come. But he finally, even if he leaves, there's no more sniping. There's no more unsatisfied customers at Michigan. There's no more people who felt they paid him a King's ransom and he didn't do the job. He, he's beaten Ohio state three straight times. He's now gone out and beaten Alabama and won a national championship. So he has that for his legacy at Michigan, no matter what the future holds. Uh, so Michigan wins and does it in an impressive style defensively. And finally, has for all the Michigan backers, and you know, they have wonderful fans, they travel well, they fill that stadium in Ann Arbor to 105 or 106,000 on Saturdays. You know, their fans are great, ardent, loyal fans. Uh, it's a wonderful school, and now they have something they'll be very proud of for a very long time and that is an undefeated national championship team uh, to go with it. And it's been a long, long time coming for Michigan and for Jim Harbaugh. So they finally get it this evening. Uh, and like we said, as you saw that scene there with their father on the sideline, with John who got there after the game started on the sideline, uh, it could be a very special winter here. For Jim and John, as John has a very good chance a month from now to be, you know, in a Super Bowl looking to see if he can win another championship. So uh, the bottom line is it may be a very, very special year uh, for the Harbors, uh going forward. And it's already been one with this win tonight uh, for the Wolverines. A couple things here on the aside. This really deals with the Giants. I know it was a weird day. Dable first saying that Martindale was going to stay. We all know that there was the rumors, not rumors, reports, and pretty solid reports that they had had their issues during the season. Uh, we didn't know what his future would hold. Then it's my understanding, and this has been reported widely now, so it's not like this is a breaking story or anything, but it sounds like the real thing that happened here was after, I don't know if it had been agreed upon or David was basically thrown out an olive branch by saying that Wink was going to stay, he jettisoned a couple of Wink's, uh, of Wink's very loyal assistants, position coaches, 
and Wink hit the ceiling and went nuts, and the next thing you know, he's gone. That seems to be what happened. I don't know if that was something that surprised people or if it was expected. I don't know if uh, Wink was surprised that they were let go or he knew they were going to be let go and he was going to go this way. Everyone knows that Wink would like to be a head coach. I don't know that there's a head coaching job with his name on it, but I would tell you this. There'll be plenty of teams calling him up to be the defensive coordinator because he is a superb defensive coordinator, and he did a great job the last two years. Last year, he was the team MVP in my mind. This year, the defense took its lumps early, but it got better, and individual players got better and better under his guidance all year. By the end of the season, they had some guys playing on a very, very high level. They were opportunistic. They were taking the ball away. They were making plays. They put together some really good schemes. I know the Rams and the Eagles were both very impressed by the giant schemes. The bottom line is, Wink is a really good defensive coordinator. He'll get a job in two minutes. And the Giants will have a hard time filling the void he leaves. So I think Dable, number one, put a lot of pressure on himself today by orchestrating this. If he Maybe he wanted to do this to get Wink to explode. Maybe this was his plan all along. I don't know. I don't know, but forget who did what. The result is that Montendale's gone, and he leaves a very big void, and they have to find someone who can do that kind of job, but not only do that kind of job, but have the players respond to him the way Wink did and also improve them the way he did. He improved the players. They learned to play that system. They learned to play that very daring way that they play with as much blitzing as anybody does in the NFL. So from that standpoint, uh, he leaves a very, very big hole in the giant coaching staff and puts a lot of pressure on Dable because now – Dable's going to be responsible if that defense takes a big step backwards in what is going to be a very, very important year in year three for Dable with the Giants. So it does ratchet up the expectations and the responsibilities for the head coach. Listen, he's the head coach. And with that, it's what he says that goes. If he wants to get rid of position players, so be it. That's his right. If he's the head coach, he's in charge. Wink's not in charge. But if you're going to let Wink go, you better have somebody who's very capable, ready and waiting to replace him because he leaves a big hole. He really does. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.